It's Positive Spark Plug time, and I'm your host, Candice, and I am so fired up for you guys today, for I have Tash McCormick as your special guest, and this girl shares so much powerful information on how to heal from the inside, how to truly create a life that you can show up fully in how to live life with abundance in all areas and how to truly, truly become intuitive with seeking freedom in your life and how you find freedom. This episode is full of gems, real life stories, and so much fun. I cannot wait for you guys to listen in. So let's get going. Hi, Tash. How are you? I'm good, Candice. Thank you. How are you? I am great. Um, I want to first say thank you for um, joining me on the Positive Spark Plug podcast. I always love when people reach out to me and they're like, hey, I have somebody really fantastic that needs to be on your podcast. I think you guys would link up and connect really well. And that is Michael who connected us. And I'm just so grateful for him because just off of a little snippet that I chatted with you the other day, um, I can already tell that you are a woman of inspiration. And I cannot wait for my listeners to hear all that you have to share. Um, so thank you very, very much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That was so nice. <laughs> um. So to get going, I like to start off with having some fun. So my first question is, what are your three favorite emojis or the three emojis that best describe you and why? Okay, well, definitely the first one is like the dancing lady because I love dancing and moving and shaking my body. Um, <laughs> the next one would be the happy face with the stars in the eyes simply because I'm always looking for that light that you know next excitement thing you know what else is out there um and also like it's coming from within as well right not seeking yeah. from without that it's completely coming from within and just seeing where that reflects out um and then definitely the last one or and no, a special order either. I feel like they're all equally as great. Um, the heart that is a heart and then it literally kind of goes out. Yes. Symbolizing that we really are one big heart. Our Like the whole world, everything in this world really is one big, connected, beautiful, unconditional love and light. So definitely. Cool question. That was fun. <laughs> I like those. I like those. And I haven't had the the smiley face with the stars one yet. And I like that. And I like that you brought it like from coming from within because that is so true, right? That is so great. Um, so my next question for you is you um, you define yourself as an intuitive freedom finder and abundance accelerator. But there's more to you about that, and it took you a little bit to get to that stage. So can you share a little bit about what you do outside of sharing wisdom on how people can become intuitive with their life and uh, really seek abundance? Like how I got there? Yes. Um, basically, I attempted every single outer circumstance possible. I changed the way I drank. I changed the way I exercised. I changed the way I ate. I changed my position at work multiple times. Um, I changed my relationships. I changed my house. Like I changed every possible thing I could without going within because I was, I was fine. I had nothing to go within uh, for. So it was literally until there was nothing left for me to possibly change <laughs> that I had to go within. And that's when everything started changing. Um, and yeah, and it wasn't out of choice. It was out of uh, necessity, <laughs> kind of a life or death ordeal. 
So once I realized um, how to do that and how it can be easy and fun, I absolutely had to share ways so that people didn't have to make that a necessity or a need or a life or death situation that they could just be like, oh, hey, cool, what's going on in here? And then see how that completely changed their whole life. Oh, I think you're muted. Oops. Oh, there you are. There you go. <laughs> um, so within that, I heard you say that you changed positions in your career. Um, what is it that you are doing outside of your coaching? So uh, I'm in my 11th year of nursing. Um, yeah, I absolutely have loved my job my whole entire life. Um, I never even felt like I was working. It really, yeah, it just felt so special and I felt so connected at work. Um, it felt so easy and fun. Um, until it didn't because my, my inner life was not having a good time. Um, so yeah, so basically I thought if I changed my position at work, that would help change, which it did kind of briefly because it was new and exciting and different. Um, obviously though, we know that until we deal with what's happening within, then it doesn't matter what you change without. So what were some of like the red flags for you within going through your career? Cause you, you're saying that you, like you felt generally happy. You were loving it until it kind of wasn't, it was like good until it wasn't. What were some of like the red flags that if you were to look back on being like, oh, I miss those or ooh, I'm, I'm glad I saw those so that I could make the change? Uh, yeah, so basically I could be at work and it would just be work. I didn't even have to think about anything else. Um, so one of the red flags was all of a sudden everything kept coming with me at work. <laughs> like it was like, you know, I couldn't keep anything out. I never really talked about my personal life too much. Um, and it, it, I had to because I was literally vibrating like, oh my gosh, blah, this, it would just kind of come out. That was definitely a red flag. Um, definitely, uh, relationships I was in, um, you know, just the abuse or whatever and, you know, relationships with guys and with girls, like friendships, you know, having those toxic friendships yeah. or relationships um that was another red flag for sure um and yeah and just even though I thought things didn't affect me in the past just having them literally pop into my awareness at work it was like okay you know maybe I maybe I need some help uh which I did I started counseling I was in counseling for like a year before I actually went off work so it just, it wasn't enough. <laughs> so was one of the the ways that people were responding or reacting to how you were now showing up within the workplace, was, was that a change? Did you lose people? Did you gain people? Did you see people's light, like true light? Because when you're coming in and you're normally a happy, bubbly person and now things are kind of changing and you're, you're having a spew of negativity kind of more than positivity did you find people gravitated to you to help or did you find like people are like whoa that girl's now going crazy and kind of just shoo you off uh so at work I I remember like years even before someone was like whoa like you've changed because I I I wasn't able to let the things slide off of me um that I would have before um you know, so it went from having zero boundaries to like, <laughs> stay away instead of, you know, healthy boundaries. So that was yeah. definitely something. Um, and I, I, I really pushed people away and I, I was actually shocked at, you know, how many people stayed away. It was kind of like, Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, however, that did bring in other people. Um, that were meant to be there for me in those times. Um, of course, I didn't see that at the time. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm a horrible person, you know, I have no friends, whatever. 
um, it just, it was really meant to bring forward these other people uh, and current friends. So I didn't lose all my friends, right? Like it's, yep, it's, yeah, or coworkers or however, you know, it was, um, yeah, it definitely happened the way it was supposed to. But it, it definitely had that separation of, it felt like everything was falling away, but it was actually falling into place. So, yes, yes. So, what was, what was like the pivoting point for you that finally was like, okay, I've legitimately went everything externally changed and still something is not right. What was it? Was it a conversation you had with somebody? Was it a dream? Was it just all of a sudden walking and you felt something like what was it that made you go, okay, maybe I need to look inside? Um, Well, it's definitely a buildup of a lot of things that kind of was just like, oh, okay. And, you know, having multiple um, you know, people that I was working with say like, you need to take some time off work and deal with some stuff. And I was so resistive of that because I loved my job. I found such value in it. Um, and then like I had said, like it basically like this patient, there was something happening with this patient and all I could think about was well, it wasn't even a thought. It was like these images of past things and this patient needed help. And I, I wasn't even there. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is not good. <laughs> like I can't even turn this off. Like it was constant. Um, I would look around and I literally just constantly were trying to find ways that I could die to be honest with it making look like an accident um and making sure that it was going to 100% work because I didn't want to you know wake up and have this you know shame of of you know trying to end my life even though I didn't actually want that in my heart but I just I didn't think there was any other way I could get make these thoughts these images stop um that was definitely that was definitely a big one <laughs> Yeah. So would you say that you kind of had a, like a, a breakdown? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I kind of thought that if I, you know, stopped drinking completely, that would help. Uh, and then, yeah, a situation happens that kept happening when I was drinking and I wasn't drinking. So I was like, okay, like we're really on to something here. This has nothing to do with the drinking. This yeah. is something deeper deeper so how because leaning in is not uh, going inside or taking ownership and responsibility for yourself um is not one something that we all like to do <laughs> um because it's easier to just point fingers or just say it's the world's fault what was it that was like, okay, I really, like, I really need to take ownership. And what is one thing, like, what was the first thing that you took ownership within so that you could go inside and be like, okay, I have a lot of stuff in here that I need to sort out, feel and, and release. Um, what was like the first kind of thing that you were like, this is what I need to tackle? Uh, well, yeah, so definitely being off of work, that gave me the motivation because that was not good to me. I worked, you know, at a, from a very young age, like one to multiple jobs. So that was like, okay, you don't have a choice. You have to do this. Um, all right, here it comes. There was some sexual trauma when I was younger that I was very resistive to and was like, you know, that didn't affect me. And, you know, it was was nothing and whatever and I can get through this um and yeah and so finally I was like okay maybe that affected me a little bit <laughs> which then that just poured out all this you know years of other stuff that came because I denied that for so many years my inner being was like hey please look at this you know and so I kept bringing me other things and I was like no 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 so it's like it was almost immediately that I was like, okay, that did affect me. Um, that I was able to really shift through that. Um, yeah, and now I can talk about it, which is cool. Like on a podcast, whoa, yeah. who thought? Right? Yeah. Like that's huge. That's it's huge. That's it's powerful. Huge. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's very, very powerful. Um, so how that's like that's a deep thing for for someone to go through. Um, and it and I'm sure even to this day, even though you're able to talk about it, there's there's some some triggers that might, you know, show up or you might get a, a feeling of, you know, the past and stuff. Um how how do you manage those feelings? So you now discovered, okay, this did affect me more than I like to believe or feel. Um, how did you go, okay, how do how do I get help for this? How do I find help? How do I help myself? How do I find help around me? Um, what what did you do? Because it's not easy for one. First off, saying that it did affect you within yourself is a big thing. And for some people, that could be like, okay, I'm good. I, I've at least admitted it now. Let's move on. But to actually be able to reach out and, and get the help and not just say, I, yeah, it affected me. Okay, good. I, I've admitted it. Now let's move on. What did you do to get help and seek help for yourself? Uh, well, that's exactly what I did want to do. I was like, okay, yeah, it affected me. Like, let's go back to work. Like, I'm fine now. Like, we can release that. And yeah, it did not work like that. Um, so basically, I continued with the counseling, um, knowing that I needed more. Like, it was once a week and it, you know, it was like once a week was not enough. I had 18 years of stuff that I, you know, held in that I needed to get out. Um, so, well, I guess 30 years, really, but specifically with that. So then I, I literally kept asking, like, okay, like, what else can I do? Like, because I, and my, again, my motivation was going back to work because I did not want to be off work. I was supposed to be off work for two weeks and end up being a year. Um, so it was like, okay, like, I'd go to the doctor every month. So I was like, okay, like, what else can I do here? So there was a whole bunch of free resources, like, uh, free courses through the doctor's office. Um, again, though, it, it wasn't enough. So I ended up paying like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars because I was like, I need, I need results now. Like I, I want to go back to work. Like I got to get through this. Um, so it was actually um, like energy um, sessions and courses. Uh, oh, my kitty's here. He's such a great support. <laughs> uh, energy that got me through everything really deeply because it, it, it was all about going in to the subconscious and going into the body and the mind and the spirit and finding like where this stuff is coming from. Hi. <laughs> um, so yeah. Having a kitty is definitely great support as well. <laughs> yes, animals are so good for that. Yeah. They, they just know. <laughs> yeah. They know. She's and like, he, ooh, she's talking about something she needs me for. Uh, he honestly, this happens all the time. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I would go to one course, and um, it was more of like a fix me, fix me, you know, like I need to be fixed. Um and it was actually the most powerful thing to learn how to go within and find out what these feelings even meant. Like I've been, I'm an empath, which I didn't even really know what that meant. And so realizing all of these feelings and emotions that I've been feeling and carrying all these years, how to identify those and release them and um, shift out of them so that I'm not carrying them. Because I literally had all these physical symptoms in my body, like so many, there's a big list. And yeah, I didn't do take any medications or anything. Like I literally shifted through them all energetically. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Were you were you resistant to like that type uh that type of healing that type of t- like help um before you got into it? Like when somebody how like for some people when you talk about energy and shifting through it, they're all like. <laughs> they like say what <laughs> um or they're, they're like yeah no okay that, that, no thanks um or they don't understand it so were you someone that was like resistant to it was a was was it a friend that brought you into it or maybe mentioned it to you did you find it on your own how did you kind of move into that because by the sounds of it it was like you were looking for a lot of like instant gratification help 
like, hey, 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 hey. And then when you hear somebody or if healing or an energy talk comes up, they do not ever bring it up as a quick fix. So from somebody going for the quick fixes to hearing about that or maybe getting introduced to that, were you resistant to it at first? I actually, like, I heard about it, you know, Reiki and stuff like that. Um, and it was like, so meditation and mindfulness, you know, like, okay, we'll go meditate. I literally could not sit with myself for 30 seconds without like losing my mind, like angry, like, ah, I can't do that. Like 30 seconds. I could not sit because my mind was so, um, so I looked for like group meditations because I was like, well, I'm not going to, you know, do that in public, right? Yeah. That's how I got to this part is because I kept it all in, right? Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to do that in public. So um, I found a place that did free meditations. You could go. It was an hour drive for me. I was like, I don't care. I'm going. And and it had this um, course and it was an energy course. And I didn't realize exactly what it was. Uh, apparently I've been following my intuition more than I realized because I signed up for this course. It was like over 500 bucks. And I thought I was going to learn about the, the chakras. Yeah. Cool. So I show up there and it's like, you can heal yourself and others. And I was like, no, I cannot. (laughs) No, I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was an accomplishment sticking through that whole weekend. And yeah, and so basically I was like, I cannot do this. I believe in this though, so please heal me, fix me. I have so much wrong with me. Just fix me already so I can be better. Yeah. Um and yeah, and so what yeah, just they did like an example of someone in the class and this person had this like amazing like release and it was gorgeous and I was like, I'm booking an appointment with you <laughs> and you know, like it it's uh it didn't quite work the same because I just had so much stuff built up. Um, so it wasn't just one energy session, right? So then after that, I just, I was so resistant to it. Um, however, I was still open to it apparently because then I was like, well, let's find a different course. And so then I found another energy course, um, which I resonated with much more. Um, and again, like I almost left on the break, the first break. And thankfully the facilitator could tell because I like I literally was like, oh my gosh, you know, like yeah. I can't do this. I can't. Oh my gosh. Um, and it turns out I could <laughs> and I can. And now I do it for others. Um, and so it really helped me though learn because you can't help others until you truly help yourself. And yeah. You know, that was my biggest, like, aha moment is because I kept being like, oh, like, I'll just help other people. And you know what? It, it doesn't work like that. You really have to be able to help yourself to be able to help others. So, yeah. So what are some of the the strategies that you use um, that you've learned uh, to help allow you to feel the emotions? And... Speaking of like energies and stuff, when you feel an energy, should you act upon it right away? Should you release it right away? Or is there a time and place for certain feelings and emotions to come out and be shared? Um, I definitely, it's all about like going with the flow, right? So if there's something that like I used to hold it in, so I know the repercussions of that. So now if something comes up, and sometimes people look at me and they're like, what? And I'm like, whatever. Like, I got nothing to hide anymore. Like, I, I'm no longer carrying the weight of this. So if something comes up, um, then it comes up. And also, like, sometimes something comes up and then it doesn't come out. And that's because it's not meant to come out that, so, that, at that point. However, at first it was not like that, right? It just, everything was coming up and nothing was coming out. Like, I literally, like lost my voice like I would try to speak and so it was all about thinking like okay well why something come up and why can't like it literally would not come out I would try to talk and it would not come out so where is this coming from and of course it all stems back to you know like childhood stuff um 
And so when emotion does come up, I absolutely do, um, if you feel safe in that moment, to go like, okay, like honor this emotion. Hey, like, what is this? Instead of being like, no, I don't want to feel this because that was what I always used to do. So yep. hey, if you feel safe in that moment, like, what is this, right? Like, where is this coming from? Is this even mine? Because there's a lot of collective stuff going on right now. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, and if you are an empath, whether you realize it or not, you could be feeling these energies. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, is this even mine? Right? What is this showing me? Because sometimes you could feel an energy in it, and it's simply there to show you something um, that needs to be released. It could be from five minutes ago, could be from, you know, 10 years ago, it could be, you know, whatever, right? So I do suggest like leaning into things um, instead of leaning away from things. That was one of my life changing moments is when I started to really like lean in and getting to know like what that monkey mind is, because like I'd, I'd be eating and it would like I all of a sudden I'd be like, whoa, where'd my food go? Because I was not in that moment. Yeah. Um, well, the more that you realize you are like, then like just coming back, like it really is like a muscle, like the thought goes, just bring it back to this moment. It's like that muscle, right? Like the more yeah. you do it. And like I said, I literally could not sit for 30 seconds and now I can, I can sit forever. So really it is a process. Small steps make big moves. Like you know, don't, don't be like, I need to sit and meditate for five hours or, or even like, I need to sit to meditate, right? You, it's, it's just about bringing to the present moment, focusing on your breath or simply like looking at like a picture or, or your animal, right? Like yeah. really focusing on petting your animal or whatever. Like, and if you can only do that for five seconds, be like, awesome. I did that for five seconds. Yeah. Of, oh my gosh. Like I should have done it for five minutes. Like, honor whatever your journey is and if you can do it for an hour one day and then the next day you can only do it for 30 seconds that's okay like it's really about honoring whatever your body and your mind and your spirit are in this moment um and having a support system because that is absolutely key and at one point I was so ashamed of everything that I had been denying my whole life that I couldn't tell any of my friends. Like, yeah, no one. So my best friend was my counselor who, again, I talked to once a week. So it was like, we get on, like, we would meet and they would be like the whole time. Right. Cause I would just be nonstop. So it's having that support system, um, hugging people. And if you're not able to do that right now, honestly, go into nature. I hug trees all the time like the energy that comes off trees like they're so pure they're so wise um so if yeah. your support system is nature great because that was my support system um even though at points I couldn't leave my house because I was so lost in my mind so you know even opening the window and just being like wow you know like yeah having that support system however that looks like for you and also another thing uh like I would voice note or or make a video of myself. So okay. I was, you know, really had to become my best friend, which was new for me because I used to have that belief, you know, you're, you know, you're your own worst enemy. So I really had to become my best friend um, and learn how to trust myself with what I was feeling and to allow myself to to let that out and that it was okay to do that and, you know, not be ashamed. Yeah, you brought up quite a bit of points and they all kind of interact. So one, you brought up safety. You have to feel if you feel safe in the moment, express it. Now, there is how do you do like meaning I feel safe just in who I am, like how you how you're saying like now if I if I have if it comes out and it says something, and people look at me. Is that a safety or do you mean safety and like the people around you, like your support? Um, also, how do you find the right support for you? So how do you create safety within yourself so that you can express it? What do you look for in others for safety and support? And then the final one is like, how do you learn to trust yourself 
so that even when you do express yourself, the people around you, if they're not understanding or they don't get it or they don't know how to support you, you still have that trust within to know that you're able to express it. Nothing is wrong with how you express it. They're just maybe not in the same energy right now to receive it. Yeah, so those are great questions. So at first, I didn't feel safe um, around anybody. Like I was like, no one can relate, no one, whatever. And so it wasn't until I did feel safe with myself. So um, I mean, we're all we all have different safe, like what a definition of safety even is. So yep. for me, my safety person was my counselor. And to be honest, I called helplines like quite a bit. <laughs> um, like there's a lot of free resources. Well, um, so if you need to call a helpline, if that you only feel safe talking to someone in that moment, that's okay. Um, again, so for instance, like I, the friends that I have kept through this whole thing, like I, didn't feel safe telling them things and it had nothing to do with them. They're still amazed. They've been the amazing supportive people the whole way. It was just like going within and realizing that what I'm feeling is normal. That was a big thing. So I'm, I'm hoping that in sharing my story now that it is normal to feel, you know, crazy and like you've lost your mind and you know, you're not crazy. You haven't lost your mind. Um, you know, you just, you just need to deal with some things that are coming up for you. So, um, a good example is the other day something came up and all of a sudden I was getting these images again and I was like, Oh no, like I can't have these. And then it was like, Oh wait, like this is okay. And I felt safe with the person I was talking to. And I unloaded like this, but, and sometimes it like, it's not about feeding the story of like, Oh, poor me, this happened. Right. It was like, this happened. This is how I felt from it. And like, wow, and I was crying the whole time I said it. And I was in a very safe space. My friend completely just was able to listen. It's about having yeah. people that can actually listen. And that's why um, if you don't have people at the beginning, uh, and you will find them, I guarantee, because the more that you do this, like all, like my like core group of people that are, like I used to have friends lived all over the place. Now I have a people that live in my surrounding. I didn't know any of them before. They all appeared, right? Like, and that, yes. didn't happen, that didn't happen by accident. That happened because I was determined that no matter how I was feeling, I was going to get up the next day and I was going to continue to keep, you know, looking and seeking. And that's when these, these friends came up. Um, so again, if you don't feel you have those safe people, call a helpline or, um, do a voice note of yourself and, and just get it out because it's okay to just get it out. And if you're not even able to, uh, speak like these things at the beginning, scream, shout, um, stomp your feet, shake your body, like crank the music and just, ah! whatever needs yep. to come out come out there's so many natural modalities and that's what I'm all about is you know bringing that ease and fun in it and again at first you know someone was like oh you know scream and shout and I was like <clears throat> like yeah. I, like I was so constricted that I like couldn't move I couldn't do anything so it is a process so if you're able to do this one day honor that if that's all yeah. you're able to do that day cool you just shifted something there right or even yeah. if it's right? Whatever. Honor that. Small steps make big moves. That is, that is like, love. I love that thing. <laughs> I love that thing. I am, I'm so, like, I'm so with mm -hmm. you. Like, I, <laughs> um, I, I get, like, I joke about it, and actually my, my, I would, I, I'll say my sister-in-law, she jokes about it too, because when I get over-energized, or when I have too much excitement, I naturally, like, squeeze, like, I get, like, I'm like, like, or I'll make some funny noise, or, like, action, or, like, so I, like, call it, like, my twitch, like, it's just, like, yeah! like, I get, like, over, or if I'm around somebody, and I get, like, over, like, 
that feeling of over love like I just want to like I just yeah like I just I'm that person where it's like all of a sudden I'm like grabbing your arm you're like oh okay I'm like sorry and that's me and so it was so weird for me to like and that's just me naturally but it wasn't until like I started being like okay when I feel unwanted energies as well or the feelings that are make me uncomfortable I used to hold them in but I wouldn't I like feel them in my body like in my shoulders and my neck right and you don't think that that is related you're just like oh I must have slept wrong or something but it's like it's a mixture of maybe sleeping wrong and like five days of like constantly stressing about one thing you're not even realizing and you're walking around like this <laughs> um that to to just move and I find like screaming does really help you don't think it but it is it's one of those and it's due to the energy of like the the chakras right it's the being able to express yourself when you're not able to express yourself you get that tightness in your chest and your throats and you get that sweaty hands and all those like feelings and it generally happens like when you get uncomfortable or you're you're not trusting yourself with how you're feeling or what's around you that yeah it's really important to like assess that and release it when you can some way somehow because if not it's it's hard and then it, I find that especially when you're not releasing vocally the more it just piles on piles on piles on piles on and then all of a sudden you are where like you either either word vomiting out of nowhere or you're just getting angry out of nowhere and it's normally to somebody that does not deserve it because it's there's like I just brought you a coffee <laughs> sorry I put it down on the right side and not the left <laughs> like <laughs> or oops I didn't add an extra milk or whatever it is right and now you're tearing somebody else's head off when it's like a matter of all of these compound effects that you've allowed yourself not to express in the moment to be like hey you know I don't appreciate when you talk like that to me and it's simply as having those boundaries right with people when you can vocally say you know I don't really appreciate how you approach that with me can we discuss it in a different manner being able to say that is is important because that allows somebody to know how they can approach you with conversation and they know that you're not saying you're above them, but you're not, they're not above you. And let's meet in the middle. Let's actually have a conversation so that we can both connect and actually understand what we're both wanting within this relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how, I, what are some other ways like you were saying, like stomp your feet, uh scream what are some other ways that you can release uh energies within um like within your body within helping other people like how do you help people and like how like what i'm asking is more or less how do you hold space to release these energies how how are other ways to hold space for energies to be released yeah so bringing your focus um to the breath like I had mentioned, um, even just taking one deep breath, like let's do it together and just see how powerful this is. So in we go. Yeah. And out with a sigh and a little shake. <sighs> like feel the difference already. Let's do it again. <sighs> and notice how it's easier that time. Let's do it one more time. something so simple like that um taking your socks off um touching your feet just simply okay. touching your feet even right like bringing touching your legs touching your body bringing yourself to the moment um, of course, putting your bare feet on the ground and yes. into dirt and touching dirt and, and being in nature in any way possible, even if it's simply the breath of fresh air. Um, bringing back to the moment, notice like what you're smelling, right? Like notice what's around you, 
um, like look at something. Like right now there's this cute little monkey and just be like, okay, well, how can I, you know, how can I look to this monkey, right? So you can be like, oh, like he's, he's soft and he's playful and he's smiling, right? Just really bring yourself to the moment, um, to whatever is around you. Um, and yeah, just touch, even touching your hair, or your head, and just knowing that you're connected, um, bringing it all back to the heart space because it all starts from the heart and expands outwards. Um, and, and this could be through poetry or singing or playing an instrument, um, painting. There's so many creative ways that we, um, can, can, things that we can do to bring us back to the moment. Um, if you have a plant in your house, just going and like looking at the plants. Like I didn't have an animal before. So plants, it was like, okay, you know, I had, had some cool moments with my plants. Yeah. You know, touch them. Like they're living beings, right? Um, yep. then your water, like supercharge your water. You literally, everything is energy and it's all about intention. So you can, supercharge your water or your coffee or whatever you want to drink, uh, supercharge it with love, supercharge it with safety, whatever you feel you need in that moment, supercharge it. Um, yeah. And then, and then drink it all in and, and feel that and really be like, okay, I can feel that love coming. I can feel that safety within. Um, and yeah, and simply noticing what you're doing, like, what words are you saying? Because I was always like, I'm overwhelmed. You know, I can't do this. I, I no, like, you know, and so then I kept getting overwhelmed because I kept talking about how overwhelmed I was, right? So really bring into the moment of where you're at, honor that. Yes. And it's not like, okay, well, I'm not going to feel overwhelmed anymore. It's like, and it got to the point where I was like, what am I getting from being overwhelmed? Like, honestly, because it kept, right? I was like, what? This keeps coming up. What the heck am I getting from being overwhelmed? And yeah. it was like, it would just, it kept me searching for the next thing, right? And I can tell you that there is no next thing. <laughs> there is no one thing that's going to fix you. You don't need to be fixed. Simply sit with yourself and and that that is when you are gonna find. Um and it it might feel dark at first. I know it felt completely dark and impossible to me at first. Um a great analogy is like the buffalo, when there's a like big storm or whatever, they run right through it. Um, because they know it's the fastest way out of there. If they ran away from that darkness, away from that storm, it's gonna keep following them, right? And that's exactly what I did. Um, so it wasn't until I really, you know, faced it head on. It was mucky. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was mucky at first. However, it had been mucky for years. So that little amount of time um, that felt big and awful, you know, whatever, it actually wasn't. It didn't last as long as I was expecting. Because um, once you go through that darkness, you just, you attract people. You do. Yeah. Right? It's it's all energy, right? Like you just, you attract the resources, you attract the people, um, whatever you need to get you through that, it really comes to you because you have that intention that you're like, all right, I'm doing this. And it, and it just, you do it. Like it, yeah. it's all energy. It really yeah. is. <laughs> I mean, yes, I agree. Like one thing, like it's, it's so funny how you were, you brought up in the beginning, how like you were kind of forcing it, forcing external change. Like you were like forcing it because you were just not thinking it really had to do with you and you're just like it's everybody else it's the world's fault so let's change everything else so you're having this huge external change but nothing inside was changing and it's just so funny how when you naturally took ownership and responsibility to 
change with inside and help love yourself and help feel safety within yourself and all the experiences that you have gone through and knowing that, you know, it was a moment of time. You're safe now. It's okay that you felt that way. You're human. It's okay that those feelings are attached with that scenario, that situation, that event. It's, it's okay for those things, but you're safe now. Let's, let's express and release those in the right way. And you kind of naturally just were internally changing that it brought just a external change without any force. It was just here is the right people, the right space, the right environment for you because you have shown yourself the love that you need for all of these people to then come in and love you as well. And it's just, it's such a beautiful thing. And I wish more people were able to understand that and really just know that it's okay to feel things. You're not alone in feeling things and that keeping things inside and holding them in is the number one thing loves is like shame loves. And shame is a huge thing that we all feel. We feel shame. We feel like we, I, I'm the only person going through this, even though we have seen and heard other people express their feelings and emotions while going through it. We still mm-hmm. somehow get that thought of it's only me. It's only me. And it's when we say, Hey, and shame loves that. Shame's like, yeah, it is you. Yes, <laughs> you. Keep holding it in. I love that because it wraps. It wraps around like non-talking and it's like when you start talking, shame has like shame like gets freaked out. And it's just like that's when that's why it's such a struggle because that all those negative emotions are like, hey, 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 no, 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 don't don't express that. If you express that, then it's not me and you. It's me, you and that person. And I don't like that person. (laughs) I want just you because that's I know I can control you instead of you having control over me or me not being present in your life as much as I would like. So I wish people would understand that just being being okay with how you feel, finding your right people is important, um, and, and just knowing that it's okay to share and, and, and releasing energies. This is so important. So for you... Let's get into um, you. What would you? Why did you choose? Because you're all about energies and stuff. Why did you choose the title that you did? So, intuitive freedom finder and abundant accelerator. Let's go from warrior to warrior. Why would you choose that? Because that is very uh, powerful. It brings in a lot of stuff. So, what was that name that like was like? Yes, this is. This wraps up everything I do. So freedom is something that I thought I had before um, because, you know, I was single and I like I, I just I had all the things. I had the job. I had the house. I had the car. You know, I was like, I'm free. I had all these friends in all these different cities and I would just, you know, go from one place to another, you know, didn't like carefree, just whatever. I'm so free. And I wasn't. I really thought I was living the dream. I'd always be like, yeah, I'm living the dream. And meanwhile, I was dying inside. Um, And the other one with abundance is I was so triggered by that word, abundance. I was like, that's greedy. I don't need abundance. Like, you know, I I have everything I need, whatever. So um, now I shifted completely through those. So to be able to share that with someone else um, and to find that like it's actually our birthright to have abundance in health, wealth, love, everything, right? Um, and that it's not greedy and that it doesn't mean that you have a whole bunch of stuff, right? It, that's not what it means. So just really um, spreading awareness because that is the biggest thing um, is spreading awareness right? Of like what freedom even means, because freedom means different things for everybody, right? Abundance like shows up for different people in different ways. Um, So to be able to intuitively like guide someone to find what that means for them, I'm like, heck yes, heck yes. And it was an interesting, 
you know, process of what do I call myself? Because um, I really want to be like, you know, the intuitive trauma trampler, the intuitive uh, shit shifter. <laughs> like I was like, all these things, right? <laughs> but it's like, you don't even have to like feel that you've had trauma or that you do have stuff, right? Like you could just simply want more in life or have, you feel like you have the most you could possibly have. Well, I can show you how to get even more, right? And again, it's not stuff. It's not more out here. It's more in here that translates out here through people and just, uh, it's, it's just, it's infinite, right? Yeah. Um, and definitely the warrior into warrior. Uh, I was the mo- like, just completely worried about everything, especially when I was off of work. I was worried that I was never going to go back to work. I was worried that I was going to lose my job. I was worried that I was going to lose my mind even more. Um, I was worried about uh, what I was going to do, like, because I didn't feel safe around myself at times at the beginning. Um, yeah, I just, I was literally worried about everything. I was worried about seeing somebody that I knew because I, I felt like I had these like daggers coming off of me and that if I saw someone I knew, I would like dagger them with this negative energy and like hurt yeah. people. I was literally worried about everything. And so it shift, I shifted all of that. And now like I truly feel like this warrior that, you know, that I, I that we are born to be, we are all warriors. Um, so yeah, it's just truly finding what that means to you. Um, and like, I, I am a confident intuitive now that I, I can kind of feel like, you know, where you're at and, and like how you can start because, you know, you like, for me, I was like, okay, like, let's start, you know, at the, whatever the biggest possible thing, but it, it really is those small steps, like <laughs> sitting down with myself for 30 seconds. Like I was yeah. like, what? no, that's easy, which it wasn't right. But like, I was like, I need to do something big, you know, that's why I was like, I had to do a whole weekend course. So it's okay that if you're just starting with five seconds or whatever it is, it's just basically showing you that if I can literally go from that worrier, that constant, like, I wanted to just die and pull my hair out every single moment yeah. to like, now I, every single Okay, it's not every single moment. I still have stuff, right? Like, I'm still human. That's the beautiful thing, right? Is stuff still comes up. And just the way that I see it, the way that I handle it, the way that I process it, completely different than before. I express it now. I look at it. um, I don't push it away. I, you know, I don't take it in. And sometimes there's things that I realize that, that I've taken in, I don't even realize it. So that's why I have this support group of people um I have you know mentors I have so many mentors that whole like year that I was off work like I there's so many people and then this past year as well like you know just having mentors of people that have that you know are doing what you want to do or they've gone through what you know similar aspects that you're gone gone through right it's just um yeah that's why I kind of chose those names because yeah anything is possible you can literally go from the worst to the absolute most freedom, abundant, beautiful person ever. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like how I, one of the things that you brought up and it clicked to it to me is you said that people don't have to necessarily go through like trauma. And what that brought up to me is some people don't realize, like some people's view on trauma is it has to be something big. Like it has to be a big trauma like a a sexual assault, a car accident, uh, an injury, some sort of big trauma in order for them to be affected or to feel in order them in order for them to be able to say that they can feel like a certain way. Like, well, I don't deserve to feel that way because I didn't go through that much of a trauma. But everyone's trauma is different. And I love that you said that, like you brought it up, is, is that, you know, you don't have to have a big trauma. It's just dealing with what is in your life because your trauma is yours. And it's like going to saying to a little kid that their issue is not an issue. Well, it's telling them that, okay, or it's saying that their issue is small. Well, right now, that little person 
that's a big issue to them. So it's important for us to understand how we are in like taking in what we're doing. So your trauma is yours, whether you feel like it's the world's view of trauma, it's, it's still trauma. How being told, not right now, 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 for 30 years of your life or 18 years of your life by a parent, that's trauma. That's, that's feeling neglect. That's feeling unworthy. That's feeling unwanted. That's trauma. It's coming from small little, no, it's not right now, not right now, but it's still hitting hard. Mm-hmm. Still makes the same effect still makes you feel unworthy but it doesn't mean that I can only feel unworthy when I get divorced right right I love that you brought that up trauma is trauma and and you have to honor it however it is within you and you cannot tell somebody what is right and what is wrong within trauma it's just that's it let's let's face it together let's go through this storm together and let's release it and let's let's honor it and and learn how that when it does come up again or when something does trigger it again that you know how to examine it express it in a positive way so that it does enhance your life more and the people around you it enhances the relationship instead of deteriorates it because you don't know how to express yourself yeah, exactly. And like, it, it can be just such simple things, right? Exactly like you said. Like, or like someone being like, you know, they, like, don't like your shoes or something as a kid. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, nobody likes me. I'm, you know, I'm ugly. I'm, I'm dirty. Or like, oh, you have dirt on your shoes, right? Like, oh, I'm dirty. And you, and you don't even realize that you're carrying this. And it, again, like, so there's been so many studies about memory, like our bodies hold memories. Like there's been studies on mice where they hold like 13 generations of memory. Wow. So imagine 13 generate like your personal family, 13 generations, all of the things they went through, right? 13 generations is a lot of, a lot of memory, a lot of stuff that we could be carrying that we don't even realize. And that was a lot of what came up for me as well was like, you know, stuff, you know, societal programming, family programming, like just ancestral, all this, all this other stuff yeah. right? that I continued to play out and then actually stopped. Like I stopped a lot of cycles, um, and, and, and when this happens, this is the beautiful thing about energy and having infinite possibilities is that with me doing my inner being work, healing, shifting, whatever you want to call it, that actually literally sends a ripple effect to my whole family through my whole ancestral uh, line, uh, through now, um, and also through the whole universe. So when you're doing your healing, that is the most unselfish thing anyone can ever do. Like we're, you know, one one of these societal programmings is like, or old programming, we'll say, um, is like, you know, it's selfish to take time for yourself. That's actually yep. the most unselfish thing you can do because when you're taking time for yourself, it literally goes, like imagine yep. like on water, right? You drop a a rock or something and just that ripple effect that is energy it all flows through like your uh, healing is my healing my healing is your healing we are all one so yeah yeah i've i've heard that i've heard that before on a couple of podcasts um that uh that we that we do we hold like our bodies um hold on to things um so like for your like for us um like if our moms feel like when like even for for years on but like the way that our parent like our mom carries us the stress that they hold all of those things they don't you wouldn't think it but that is processing through the child the body the body's like okay this is how we feel stress and like even in the womb, the body's like, oh, this is how we're gonna feel stress. So I'm gonna feel this, okay? And it's just so wild that that is how, like, it's it really does flow through. And it's like um, one of the gentlemen, 
Luke Salmon, he was talking to me on my podcast and he was telling me about how in one of the sessions that he was doing um, to release trauma and stuff was um, his mom. His mom kept coming up and he had an okay relationship. He said it wasn't like we had were like the closest, but we weren't distant, but it was just we were there. Like it was just like we had a mom son relationship. But this relation, this feeling kept coming up and it was due to the fact that his mom was, it was in a lot of unfortunate events, sexual trauma events that because of that, she wasn't, un- she was unsure how to nurture him. And so that just naturally that energy of like, I don't know, came along throughout the years. And he said like, it was a couple of sessions and then it just really released. And I released a lot of energy. Like he said, like I felt it in my pelvis, like my thing, like I felt a lot of energy, like releasing, like the, the, the tension of like holding in that, that tension of trauma, that sexual trauma. He's like, I felt it all release. And he says, I started crying. He said, I called my mom. I called her. We, he's like, we've never had such a deeper connection ever since then it's like mom I get you I love you don't ever feel bad for how you love me like it was just so beautiful and I love that you brought that up because it is it's just we it's all of us we are one we are one and we we can feel that even just by what's going on now right yeah the chaos that's happening we're all feeling it when we when when love is happening we all feel it no matter to what degree, we're all in it. Yeah. Some it's bigger, some feeling it more, some is affecting it more, but we're all in it. We're all feeling some sort of it. Mm-hmm. It's just how how are we handling it? How are we responding it? And then how are we reciprocating it to the world? Are we duplicating the negativity? Are we saying, well, and putting a stop to it? Saying, no, no, that it's ending here. How can we channel this into something good? All of those things, that's so important. I love that you brought that up. That's so good, so good. Um, I just have... Um, it was, I love that. I just have a couple more questions for you. One is, where can my listeners find you? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook at Tash McCormick. Um, I also have a free Facebook group for easy and fun ways to literally create the, like the life that you've been desiring that you've only dreamt about, uh, turning that into reality. It's called synchronicity settings with Tash McCormick. Um, you can email me at gratitude goddess three, three, three at gmail.com. Um, Instagram is at where your recovery um, and yeah, I just made a TikTok. Someone suggested I do that. I haven't actually done anything, but it's gratitude goddess three 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 as well. Um, yeah, that you can find me those ways. Would love awesome. to reach out for sure. Perfect. All right, my final question for you is: What is your perspective on positivity? Ooh, okay. Thank you. So I'm a perfect example of like people, even when I was like so angry and hated myself and whatever, whatever, um, people be like, you're so positive. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So positivity is not just about being positive. It's not like, cause I, I did, I had positive actions. Like I loved helping people. Um, I, I did have a good outlook on life. I was like, everything happens for a reason. I loved nature. I could literally just sit and like stare at a tree forever and people would be like, what the heck? So I had this like perception that I'm a positive person, but it truly is like having the full attitude and attitude being your thoughts, your feelings and your actions. Ah, because you can have different thoughts and a different feeling and a completely different action, right? So it's all about like bringing the thoughts and the feelings and the actions all together into balance, into one. Um, yeah, it's, it's really like merging those all together because mine was all over the place and they would shift too. Like it'd be like, okay, I have a positive feeling, but then, you know, a 
bad action or whatever, right? Like it's really thoughts plus feelings plus action. 100%. Oh, that is so good. I like that. I like that. That That is really, really good. Well, I want to say thank you once again for joining me on the podcast. But more importantly, I want to say thank you for doing the work um, within yourself um, and then being strong enough to say, hey, you know what? Let, let, let's let's hold space for other people to do the same um, so that we all can be one and we all can live an abundance life full of freedom, whatever that may be for each individual. So thank you for doing the work, not only for yourself, but for others, because it is truly, truly making a positive impact in the world. And it, it makes the world a better place um, just naturally. So thank you so much. Um, and I just I appreciate you. thank you so much i'm so grateful for you this is so fun i had no idea what was going to come out so awesome love it (laughs) it was was fantastic yeah so fun thank you so much candace and thank you everyone for watching you've got this honestly i believe in you i'm proud of you take every every moment with uh with gratitude and and love and honor your journey absolutely you've got this Wow, wow, wow. Didn't I tell you guys? Tash is incredible. Her story is incredible. It is so touching. It is so moving. And I am so happy she had done the work to bring herself to where she is today. I'm so happy that I got to connect with her, that I got to bring her on the podcast, that you guys got to hear her value, insights, and inspiration. And I hope you guys take away something that she shared and implemented into your life. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please let us know by tagging us in the social on Facebook at Tash McCormick and at Candace Axford and myself on Instagram at Spark Plug Wellness. Also, please rate and review the podcast. It truly does help get the value of my guests out to more listeners and lets me know that I'm on the right track to providing you guys with what you guys want to hear. Now it is time to go out and be positive and do something positive.